All right, we're good to go. Cool. All right, Trons, heading into week seven. Narf is now four and two on a four-game win streak. I am joined by Moose to talk about it. What's up? Uh, hey, yeah, cool four-game win streak. I am. I know it's awesome. Moose losing streak, but already have three wins. So while my expected wins might be only one point seven, my unexpected wins are one point three, which is pretty good. Um, we will get to that part. We'll get to that part, Moose. I am. Um, yeah, your expected wins are, are fine. Um, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yeah, sure. Joining us is is Aunt Tronwag Annie. <laughs> hey, uh, Tronwag Annie. Who you met Lionel and Yoni, right? Yeah. And you met Jordan and Jake Frogger. Yeah. I go by Narf though in in this show. Narf and Frog. Lionel and Yoni go by Lionel and Yoni because they already have weird names. I go by Tronwag Annie here and in my professional life, so this is great. Solid. Um, that, that's, that's a good opener. So, so how many podcasts have you been on previously in your life? Mm, I think one other, and it was not, like, real. I don't know how. Is this? This is real. So does that imply this is real? <laughs> it's real insofar as there's an Apple podcast feed. Oh, okay. But yeah, what, not what? real insofar as I think only, like, 10 people listen to it. That's real. I mean, it's all about building a fan base, and all you need is ten. Yeah, the loyalty all you need is, is two. Is high. I say so. Well, we're we're working on on trying to expand. So if if you're interested in in doing some work for Narc Media, we can we can think about bringing you on. <laughs> Perfect. So did, so so Annie, I have to ask: Did you listen to the podcast last week or two weeks ago when when Priest brought Tronwag Sarah on? Absolutely not. Okay. I wanted to come into this fresh. I didn't want to have any expectations. But you know who Sarah Cliff is, right? I mean, I'm a no. Oh, I'm, just, I'm kidding. She, yeah. No, I know. I know who she is. I know she's not on Instagram because I tried to find her on there. So she's smart. I did tell her that that Sarah was on it. Yeah. So so that do was you, the selling point. I have to say is that Sarah Cliff did this. For me. Well, that was my question. Like, I'm, I'm very glad to have you on. You are our second female guest ever. We're expanding this year. But do you think you would have been the first if Sarah didn't pave the way? Mm, it'd depend on the day, Jordan, honestly. Okay. So today was just but, a good day. Uh, I, I, like, that was my feminist, like, thing I did. So I haven't done too many feminist things that I can, like, put my name on this year, I think. So this so podcast I, counts? Yeah, I would have. This podcast does not count as a feminist. <laughs> yeah, well, it's white liberal female like RBG shirt feminism, though. Oh yeah. Sure. So it's a brand of fe feminism that I don't love, but I'm willing to lean into for this next hour. Oh, you're you're joining us for the full hour? No, but I'll you know my presence will linger. Oh, that's even better. I can expand my list of questions. We don't have to talk about Moose's shitty fantasy team at all. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, I don't know anything about my shitty fantasy team. <laughs> oh, I know. Shitty, so. All right. So, so Annie, he, let, let's get right down to it. I don't know if you're familiar with, with Tron ranks. Um, it's a, it's a segment that debuted on this show years ago where I force guests to rank their top three and bottom three Trons at a random life activity or something. Mm, okay. We don't really do it anymore. But Frogger, Yoni, and I did it 
on the first podcast of the season, and the category was which Tron do you, would you want to quarantine with? When the rules being, you bring your entire family in to live with them. Now, okay. what's great about this is Moose, and by association, you actually swept the. You guys won. You got a top rank from all three of us, which is extremely rare. Hell yeah! Okay, that's great. I know. So, so I'm going to turn it on to you. You now need to Tron rank. Nar Frogger Yoni, in order, which of those three and all of our families do you want to move in with you for quarantine? So I don't get to move in with them, they move in with me? Exactly. You're exactly the situation, and you get all of our baggage. So, for example, Yoni comes with, like, a bunch of kids and shit. I have a kid and a dog. Frogger's pretty solo, I think. Um, so take all of it into account. Okay. Um... Can I? Honestly, no, you don't get a way in. Okay, well said. <laughs> I'd say I'd start by drawing people out by like what they cook and the offensive smells that come from their cooking. If someone's cooking like delicious things that don't smell, they'd probably be up high. If they're going to cook like fish for lunch and like use the microwave and just like zap that thing to death, I think that would. <laughs> that they, whoever that is, whoever that person is, I hope they aren't in Tron. They'd be uh, kicked out. Um, well, neither Frogger or Narf cook fish because we're vegetarians. Oh, yeah. okay. So Amber you guys both are pretty good cooks. Yeah. So you guys and are at the top. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Yoni cooks. I does Yoni cook? Yoni is really proud of his sourdough bread baking abilities. Ooh, okay. Okay. So that's a plus. But Yoni has two kids. I like kids. Um, but if you're worried about smells, he is like a 13 year old boy, and that's probably not the best age for like smelling good. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Elliot probably smells bad. Or he just overcomes. He's like a ton of like axe spray or something, because all those kids do. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. Actually, I, I've decided it would not be Yoni. He good. would not be someone I'd want, only because. <laughs> I know his kids are going through a lot. Like, this is, like, low-key traumatizing for them. And then, like, as parents, you have to, like, put on a good face and act like we aren't also being traumatized. And that seems like more than I'm used to right now. I like being able to act like this sucks for me. And I wouldn't want to, like, pretend for the kid that it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, That's but a great answer. kid is young enough where they we can just kind of still agree like out loud that this sucks for everyone. So I would, uh, I think you're at the top of the list, Jordan. So you're going Narf, then Frogger in the middle, then Yoni? Who's Narf? I'm Narf. Him. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> He's Narf. Um, no, I'd go you at the top only because- That's what he said. Oh yeah, yeah, Narf, yep, you're right, correct. Okay. Only Mo Frogger lower just because you have, uh, great family members and I want them here with me. I appreciate that. People, people don't often, often want my entire family there with them. Um, <laughs> especially when it includes like lemon, the dog, but great answer. Oh, Bruce, I assume that's what you would have said too, right? Nar frog Yoni. Well, so lemon is tricky because Aldo is very, um, he is, you know, he is not, he's a beta. Uh, and if Lemon were just to like lie down on Aldo's bed, he would be very upset. He wouldn't do anything. He would just hide under the table and whine. Um, so that might 
I don't know. I think we'd be able to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, I think I might go with Jake first because he is only one person. That is true. But I just I, I, I think I'm just going in reverse order in number of people. So Jake, Jordan, Yoni. Yeah, Frogger Frogger is the, the obvious choice here in terms of like least amount of baggage and he'll do all of your cooking for you. Um, yeah. So as long as you can handle the alt frogger visuals, um, you'll do pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so pleased though that we ranked at the top. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys did well. It was a combination of that French toast that Moose made for us once like three years ago. That was so delicious. Frogger and I both remembered that. And, <laughs> and I think Yoni remembered that when he stayed over once, you like slept in the basement or something and gave him his, your bed. That's true. I would probably dissociate to allow everyone their space. Yeah. So, so you guys won by a combination of like the person coming in basically gets your whole house and then you sleep <laughs> in the basement and Graham cooks French toast for them. Yeah. We, we are a ho home of betas. <laughs> we, we take up the servants' quarters and, and serve. Um, you we're a home of betas. Yeah. Because it's not wrong. True. It's true. <laughs> I, if, if anyone wants to go back, um, I don't know if anyone's ever gotten three tops on the same podcast before, but it was, it was well done. It was well done. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Annie, you are, you're still a lawyer, right? Mm hmm. Do you still work like a billion hours a week? Yes. It, I cut my hours and yet, I still do. Yes. So, yes. I just want you to know, it makes Yoni actively sad for you. He brings it up every time. <laughs> oh, that's every so time, nice. Yeah. Every time he's, every time he's like, he's on the podcast or I talk to him, he's like, is Annie still working a ton? That must suck. <laughs> it was really that time you like showed up at the Celtics game, like at halftime and left the end of the third quarter to go back to work. I think that really got to Yoni. <laughs> Yeah. And slept in the basement to work while he and Lionel were here. Yeah. You know, hashtag grind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I do. I, I actually like at 827, I finish work for the day. Um, Good timing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that is it. And then I still have more work after this. So, so, by, so I'm not sure you understand what finish work for the day means. <laughs> you know, I mean... There's, I guess I don't really understand like days or nights. I, my alarms, I usually go to bed now or like the last eight days I've gone to bed at about 2.30 and I'll wake up at like 5.30 and start working again. Are both <laughs> of those AMs? Yes. So you sleep for three hours? Yes. Annie, this sounds terrible. It is. It is terrible. But... Today, I accidentally slept through my alarm and slept up till about 9.15. Oh, so that's, I mean, that's something. Good. Yeah, right? So that's like, I think I went to bed at like 3.45. So that's like, you know, round it down to six hours. Yeah. Or round it up, I don't know. Five and a half hours. Yeah, whatever. It's close. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I immediately got a beer for this call. I'm here. And you got your priorities right. You showed up for the podcast, that I, and I appreciate that. So, yeah. so in addition to you as a lawyer, lawyer is actually probably the most common profession in this league. We've got Anton, Hudson, and Vigo, plus some other wags, because I know Libby's a lawyer and maybe someone else I can't think of. I've mm -hmm. long 
wanted to find like an objective way of battling our lawyers against each other on a podcast and deciding who's the best, how should I do that? And will you come back to judge it? Yes. Here's what you do. You ask everyone for their cube score. Cube? Like a Rubik's cube? No. You need to ask everyone how many cubes can they visualize spinning in their mind at a single point in time. That's their cube score. Is this a real thing or are you fucking with me? <laughs> it's real to me. They'll get it. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, just ask ask everyone. I think that's like compatibility tests are out. Cube scores are in. Cube scores. All right. Well, and I mean they're listening to the podcast, so they can just give us their cube scores, and then whoever has the highest cube score wins. That's how you know they're a good lawyer. The best lawyer, as a trunk wag, yes. I think that's the way to do this. So if I ever need to hire a lawyer for myself. This is what I should be doing is asking for cube scores. Mm, I mean, you know, what's the minimum cube score he should hire? Yeah, that's a great at? question. Yeah, that's the thing like ABA approved. Um, you know, I mean, it honestly, it's all about expertise. Like some people might have some tricks. Like, are they seeing cubes spinning within cubes? Like, you know what I mean? Is there like a matrix they're applying to the cubes that they can like artificially yet, you know, can report they're spinning more cubes than they really visualize. Like, you know, there's details to this. There's levels. Okay. I'm, I'm so not confident this is gonna help us determine who the best lawyer is, but I'll go with it. Um, okay, no, here's trial. also that. Um, I'm just trying to think of like good questions I'd ask anyone. Well, here's a, here's a legal I mean, question from Frogger that I'll, I'll, I'll let you weigh in on that he's been asking a lot recently. I don't okay. know if it's based on real results or not. Okay. In this scenario, you're, you're driving drunk, which I don't condone. You should be taking it over. <laughs> but I already asked her this. You're driving drunk. You get in an accident. I, I don't think with people. I think you run into a tree or something. Or, uh -huh. Is it better to flee the scene or stay with the car? There's so many um, variables in that. If it's just your own car and you just crash into a tree, who cares? Yeah, I guess maybe you crash into a other car, maybe to make it more real. I forget. Moose, how do you? What What's the real question? Okay, so the question is: Say you're driving uh, drunk and you get pulled over. Um, should you carry, what was the scenario proposed? It was like, Oh, that was the other option. Should you like carry a flask with you so you can chug it real quick? Chug it immediately, which you can, like you throw your keys out of the car. So you're no longer operating the vehicle. Mm -hmm. You chug a flask full of liquor so that you can, a, a sealed bottle full of liquor so that you can now say like, okay, if you take a breathalyzer test like yes i just got drunk um but i wasn't drunk before so it compromises any breathalyzer and it compromises uh a, a what a sobriety like a field sobriety test because yeah now you're like drunk right okay so here's the thing is that um negative inferences can be applied against you especially when it's like a situation where you've crashed a car and then immediately 
drunk alcohol in the car. I mean, people So in this who, scenario, you haven't necessarily crashed a car. You've just been pulled over by an officer who might suspect that you Yeah. Are. So the whole thing is then that say the officer, I mean, you just apply just natural situation. Say the officer says, "Okay, you're good to go." But then you've just had a bunch of drinks in your driving and you've left your car on the highway. I mean, like the practical applications of this is that no judge is going to like apply the law just like ABC equals this. They're going to be like, you're a fuck up and you try to hide something. Like, we see you. And they're going to put you in jail, probably. Because you just... It's fucked up, man. Sorry. Right, so, so you've already passed Vigo because Vigo couldn't answer this question when we asked him. Yeah. And do you think he's a bad lawyer? Are you asking me or Annie? You. Well, I don't know his cube score, so I can't I'm say. Putting it up, I'm putting it up to the to the panel. Yeah. I'm we not saying ask... my cube score is better than his, but... You can say I, that. It it's probably, okay. It's probably listening. Yeah, it probably is. So who do you want to trust? Someone with a cube score of like 13 or mine, which I'm not going to say. Which you're yet. not going to share? Um, what is I'm not going to share. That's Whoa. You have to hire me, you know? I would definitely trust you. Don't you work for like Microsoft, though, or did I make that up? I just got done... Uh, sending some Microsoft work. Yeah, so I do. Okay. I'm at the, actually, my firm got ranked. We're, we're an IT boutique firm. Number one firm in the country for IP. So. And we haven't gotten one Xbox, so who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, you don't get any Microsoft swag? We, you know, I honestly probably no. could. The answer is no. I probably could, but no. So should I be worried about like IP copyright for this podcast? Should I get some legal protections? Uh, yes. He plays Taylor Swift songs to. Oh, good uh, point. What if I'm infringing on other copyright? No, you know, like it's all fairy, fairy. I don't know. It's you is know, it? no, but like, well, actually, okay. There is an argument to be made that honestly, your podcast is so bad that it doesn't get, get you any money. Okay, well, well no one's making that argument. Let's back up here. Bad not to get us money. It can be good and also not I literally money. have an advertiser for this yeah, episode. Yeah, advertisers. So, yeah. so this is really just like for fun among friends. And yeah. so like, yeah, it would, if anyone tried to sue you, they'd look like a bully. And so that'd be, the, that's why they don't really do it. Annie, the, you're crushing me here. Plus, it'd be really hard to find. No, us. okay, you're not bad. You're, uh, you are local, and you have a cult following. We're national. We you're got West, we got West Coast Trons. We're we're national, but we're artisanal. Yeah. Are we artisanal? Sure. I don't know what that means, but isn't like there like, <laughs> like you know how like when you go to a concert. Like any band can cover any other song live and like you don't get sued for it. Isn't that basically what I'm doing on the podcast? No, because you're playing the song. Yeah, because you're making a medium, like a, a recording. I don't love this. I'm going to run this by Anton. It's true. <laughs> Anton's it's... right now. Yeah. Lawyer. yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to get another beer really fast, but I'll be back. I can hear your questions. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to pause. Over fast. Can you guys so, get me one or no? Uh, Annie is still working on the patent for that Microsoft technology, she told me. Yeah. So, Moose, um, yeah. I heard yesterday from you that you guys are moving to Arizona. Yeah, uh, for a couple months. Yeah, just for a couple months. So, 
Aren't you a little worried about changing time zones in the middle of a season? Oh, it's going to be a disaster for fantasy football. Yeah. What about for your life, though? Is it going to be? Do you know that on, at 10 a.m. in the West Coast or mm-hmm. like in Western time? That's when football starts, and if you don't set your lineup by ten, you're you're out of you're shit out of luck. My work day is gonna start at like seven. Yeah, I know, mine. So I don't feel that. But bad. it's on Sunday. So Sunday's a work day for Annie. It you sounds just like. forget. You just wake up and you're like, oh, I don't have shit to do because it's ten a.m. Yeah. on a Sunday. I mean, I just um, feel like everyone on the West Coast deals with this, so I'm sure you will find a way. He hasn't so far. He's notoriously poor. What did you say, Jordan? He's notoriously poor at understanding how time zones relate to fantasy football. So in 20... It was a running joke like six years ago for three weeks. I don't remember the year, but I want to say 2012 or 2013. It was the year that um, I needed... I picked up Geno Smith to play um, on one Sunday... And didn't set my lineup so that I didn't win. And as a con- and even though Geno Smith only got three point five points or something, yeah, you lost by like two points, right? Yes. And as consequence, <coughs> Yoni did not make the playoffs after having that after like going on a seven game win streak or something. Yeah, there were actually amazing repercussions to that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Andy, yep. what's your what's your impression of Moose's like fancy football ability? Like, does he brag a lot? Like, do you think he's good at this? Actually, he never stops talking about it. He only brags, and he—I mean—he's never told me that he's doing bad. He always says that he can't <laughs> wait. Why? He is like, <laughs> he is like such a plan to crush you guys. He's got it all figured out. You guys are not good at this. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yes. one way. So, okay, so. I've got I've got our league history in front of me. I'm going to ask you some questions about Moose's history, and I want to get your honest. I want, you're going to guess, actually, unless unless you know. So okay. So the modern era, although it's debatable if we're in the modern era or postmodern era, but we're going to stick with modern for now. Has been nine seasons. So nine seasons of this. Has Moose won a championship in nine seasons? Yes or no? You're trying to answer correctly. No. Your, your guess is your guess. Answer every one. Eight out of nine. Graham every time. Or Moose every time. You think he's won eight out of nine? <laughs> yeah. He has won zero championships. You were close, though. You're only off by eight. What? I know. It's crazy, right? It could have been worse, you know? Next question. What? Has Moose, in the nine seasons, lost a championship? And that means finished 12th place out of 12 teams. So last. <laughs> yes or no has he lost the uh, championship I mean now I'm starting to question everything um, I don't blame you I guess you know Jordan I don't know anymore I don't know him so maybe he he's 12 out of 12 every time is that true uh, he does lead all time with three championships so three 12th place finishes in nine years that doesn't seem right well, it's in the data, Moose. Go, go like back I and prove me wrong. Maybe it's just once there was a punishment, so I only remember that one, even though I didn't do the punishment. Yeah, actually, I don't think any of them have happened in the last five years. I think they were all, like, the beginning of the era. Okay, which is weird because that's when I actually watched yeah. football. 
Maybe he was like trying to shoot the moon for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> risky. And then decided he he'd rather succeed. This is this is going to be disastrous <laughs> for our relationship, yeah. Narf, yeah. because I literally wooed Annie based on my fantasy football ability. That's so that 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 matters a lot to you, Annie. I only date winners, so and I've, I, this is actually something I said. Like, if that's the case, we have a nice redheaded lamb chop in this league who does pretty well each year. A lamb chop. A lamb chop. He works at Amazon and lives in Seattle. That fits great with your Microsoft life. I'm interested. You you wouldn't be if you knew him, but that's okay. Uh, well, there's a there's an open sort of question. <laughs> to that is how different is he in our league versus in his regular life well so so lamb chop who i believe is in hawaii for the next like six months because he emailed to brag about that to me for no reason has said <laughs> that michelle his potentially real but no one's sure about that john wag will come on the podcast so i'm very excited to understand like real life jeremy as she would probably put it yeah yeah i'm sure she calls him Jeremy. She or might we, call him Lamb Chop. You think he makes her do that? Um, probably only at certain times. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, like it's, it's tough to know. Um, okay. A Annie, couple more. Couple more. Has Moose's team ever made the playoffs in nine seasons? Six, yes. Six teams make the playoffs. You say yes. Yes. Okay, that's true. He has. I mean, you can't be that bad. Every, every team has made the playoffs. Did you make the playoffs last year? Um, I made the fucking finals last year, Moose. Oh, yeah, shit. Well, I also made the playoffs <laughs> last year. Um, has Moose ever won a Trilf Award? What's that? A Tron <laughs> I'd like to fuck. Trilf. Oh, I mean, who's, who's voting? I'm just asking you, do you think he's ever won one? Has anyone ever won one? I'm but I, I still have to. I still have to ask though. Who's voting? It would be the league. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's that's not a real thing, Annie. We don't do that. That'd be really weird. I <laughs> uh, I was one. I wasn't sure about that one. I was like, is this something we did in college? And did you write it down? Um, uh, no, I just wanted to see if she thought you would have won a Trilf Award. And it seems like she would, so that she did, so that's nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should do that at the end of each year. I don't know. Maybe that should be a new segment. <laughs> oh, we've got new segments, Moose. Later later on, we, we have a, an advertiser-sponsored segment that we're going to get into. But it's, it's, oh, nice. it's fantasy-related, um, so we're going to save it for a little bit later. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Annie, those those were um that was my list of pre-established questions for you. How was how was your podcast experience? Um. Hmm. Don't be too excited. Good. Good. No, I'm trying to think. Some controversial cues, you know. Are Are you going to listen to this episode? Maybe. Are you going to play it for your coworkers? <laughs> That's, Absolutely. Maybe, maybe for Microsoft at, at the next meeting. I will forward this to them. I mean, if, if you're trying to make partner, like you, you drop <laughs> some real legal analysis on this podcast. So just play this back. 
So they know I'm like, hey, listen, I'm miserable. <laughs> exactly. You work all the time and have an undecided cube score. <laughs> I am happy cube score content made it on. With with, <laughs> this. with COVID going on um, and with like so many standardized tests suspended. So like students aren't taking the SATs. Um, they're probably not going to do the Boston exam school exams. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think instead of the LSAT, they're just going to do cube scores for law school? I mean, they should if they're smart. I think you can substitute cube score with anything. I would tell, what what's his name? Vigo. Jake. What's his, like, Tron name? Frogger. Frogger. I would tell Frogger, like, if he's on, like, the dating apps, like, that's the question you need to be asking. Oh. You know? Cube In- score? Yeah. You need to be asking women for their cube score. We should, if, if only I had Frog ready right now, we, we could we could talk to him about that now, but it's, uh, I don't think he's on standby. Okay, here's, well, no, wait, I actually have to say, this is something he should do, and that's actually funny, is, I hope he listens to this. Oh, he listens. It's his birthday today. You want to wish him a happy birthday? What? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, happy birthday, Jake. Moose, yeah. it was in the, it was in the group me, like, a couple hours ago. Oh my god, uh, that's awesome. That means happy birthday yeah. frog in French. No, it was just pretentious happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Jake. That's awesome. Um we're October. Uh spooky birthday bros. Um but he should ask women if they were a character in a one episode arc on Seinfeld and they were dating Jerry. What would be the reason Jerry breaks up with them? Oh, that's such a good question. I've recently rewatched all of Seinfeld like a month ago. It is so good. I love it. It's so good. And it's isn't so that good. like a good question? Like you'd actually have to like come up like it's it's original and you're gonna get like a funny like response back. And right, you so can decide if that's the reason you would break up with them. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> know, right? Valid. Yeah. So all right, so Annie, answer for yourself. Mine, I, I thought about it. Mine is absolutely that I over-season my food. And then Jerry would, like, think it was, like, a cool thing at first for, like, a goy to, like, do that. But then he'd be, like, he'd, like, gift me, like, a thing of seasoning. And he'd be, like, terrified that I'd gone through, like, a third of it in a week. And then he'd, like, have a whole thing with George. And then he'd be, like, I can't, I can't deal with her. And then did, break up with me. Did you ever listen, like, follow the modern Twitter or modern sci-fi Twitter account, like, ten years ago? Yes, yeah. You're literally basically describing like a tweet that they would have put out. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know that was actually created by a Brandeis alum. Not that I yeah. like bragging about Brandeis, Josh but it's true. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I know Josh, but I didn't know that he made that. I mean, that. she doesn't know him. Right. I mean, I know Josh that... that you know yeah, yeah, that Graham listens to Josh Conlon's podcasts and likes him. Yeah. Oh, but that's mine. Jordan, what's yours? Well, I don't know if Jerry would date me. Because there's a whole episode that he was not gay with George, but... No, no, no. So you just have to assume you're a girl who's Jerry's dating. What's the reason Jerry breaks up with you? Over-seasoning food is good. Um, And and it's true. I actually do do that. So the obvious one, which which my wife Jess gets on me for a lot, is... Apparently, I'm pretty loud at like doing everything, mostly talking, <laughs> but also just doing everything, like eating and doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I could see that getting to him. I'm trying to think if there's anything a little more subtle. Um, right. 
Uh, truthfully, this is this is COVID specific. I don't do this in normal times, but I do wear the same shirt like four or five days in a row. I don't always change. Um, I could definitely see that being a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, I mean, it already was. There was an episode where he dated the girl and she wore the same dress like two days in a row. Oh, right. And he tried to get into her closet to see if she had like a, a closet of him like Superman. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld is good. I know. And it's a good question. I think it's a good dating question. And I hope and I wish Jake the best. And, All right. Yeah. Moose, Moose, well, just finish it up while we're on this. Uh... Probably like singing to myself a lot. You don't think Jerry would sing to himself? I don't. I think he'd hear me singing to myself and be like, "Why is he always singing to himself?" I think it'd be that Jerry would get jealous because Graham sings songs specifically about Aldo, and he'd get jealous that like oh, I Graham sing isn't to my dog. singing the songs about him, or thinks that like Graham is like overly obsessed with his dog. I rewrite words. Uh, to songs to sing to my dog. Should this be a new podcast segment that everyone that comes on has to have a reason for this? I think I, so. That's a pretty good segment. I'm well, always so. looking for new ideas because I haven't had one in a long time. Here's my other one, Jordan. Here's my other dating thing. Ask someone what's the worst shape of pasta and they have to give reason. You are speaking my language. Right? All right. Um, a really bad shape is ZD. Um, oh, it's, it's so basic. It's so it's so hard to eat without the ridges that like, and it's so hollow that you just suck and it, like you just can't get any like traction on it. Yeah. Um, what else I, don't I like besides CD? That that's literally my least favorite. Does lasagna count as a pasta shape? Of course it does. Yeah. But lasagna is not the worst. Lasagna is great. I do not like lasagna. Lasagna is an overrated food. I don't care for it. But but Moose, are you are you thinking of the dish lasagna or the specific noodle because they're different? <sighs> that yeah, is true. it's tough. Like one thing I don't like about lasagna is how it gets like if you bake a lasagna, it gets crusty around the edges. It's supposed though, to do that. That's the, that's a good thing. I know, mm-hmm. but I hate lasagna. I just there's <laughs> almost nothing I like about lasagna. Do you um, like all the components separately? Like sauce, um, cheese, pasta? I like sauce, pasta. I don't like ricotta cheese, which is important, I think. All right. So I also don't like ricotta cheese that much. I'll agree with you there. But to your point of there's nothing I like about lasagna, you just named multiple things you do like about lasagna. Like, yes, there are many things I like about lasagna. And yet when they are in combination, none of them is appealing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like see, casserole, this, this, this and I don't re- like casserole either. See, this reveals stuff about you. This is a question I'd want to know. Yeah. And now I know you don't like casserole, and then now I know you did not grow up in the Midwest. That's true. I mean, if, if Frogger's going to move in, you might have to like tell him that before he starts making lasagnas, I guess. Although that's, that's not really his style. Yeah, he's he's. I feel like most of Frogger's food isn't like sort of heavy like lasagna. It it he seems to do much more lighter fare, which. I think we'd be very cool with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think it's fine for someone to, I mean. Just no, just no denatured white penises. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he cooked some denatured white penises. Was don't that know. an all frog caption? I don't, yes. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like some really thick white asparagus that oh, yeah. looked like theirs. But oh. other than that, 
Oh, all right. I think his food mostly seems pretty good. It, it tastes good. His food's delicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anytime I've had something Frogger cooks, it's great. So, wait, Annie, did you give your noodle? Okay. Yeah. Well, just a sec. She's confirming. She's Googling the name of the noodle. No, 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 like. no. I'm just confirming that, like, so I think our, we have similar complaints, but mine is rigatoni. It's like ziti, essentially, but just, like, bigger. I don't hate I rigatoni, don't though, it. because it has the ridges, which make it, which means it's like sauce grips to it. It's so, it's, it's so much better than ziti. Fine, but I, it's just such a, like, a thick, I don't know, it's, it's a thick boy, B-O-I. I don't like it. I tried cooking with it on the other day when we were in Vermont. And I just, I was like, this is just too much of a noodle. Maybe it was the mm. dish I was making, but I was just like, rigatoni, I don't need it. I don't need it. No, rigatoni is, it's another noodle. It's not one of my faves, but you know what else is really bad? Right. It's angel hair. I really don't like angel hair. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that's for like kids' menu stuff. And honestly, do you even need it then? You know, like no, it just clumps all together. It's it's way too thin. Um, that is a good question. Yeah. Least favorite, least favorite pasta noodle. I feel like I've got others. You, you just need. It almost doesn't matter what the answer is. It's just the fact that someone like thinks about pasta enough to be able to distinguish like which are better. That's what's important to me. Also yeah. that, yeah. And it shows like you're like coming up with like unique questions, and you're like in it to win it for dating stuff. Also, I have a bunch of these questions. I can tell them all the gram. I come up with weird questions all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For segments on the shows. show. Yeah, do you want to just produce? Like, we could we could bump you from intern to like segment producer. Now you don't have a ton of experience, but do you want to produce like a pasta segment each week? I'm super down with that. Annie's facial expression indicates, indicates yes. interest. Yes. Okay. I mean, I offered the job to Sarah last week. She, she actually does have experience. She, she didn't yeah. really get back to me, but I, I think you can do it. I feel good about this. You know, who do you want? Someone who's done podcast and has like hundreds and thousands of followers or someone who has a lot of free time or, and not, you don't, you know, yeah, which one is you and who has a lot of free time in her brain to think of zany fun ideas for you. You know, she doesn't have that time. I have that time. I'll take I that. I'll, I mean, send me over a segment idea anytime. If it's food or pasta related, even better. But we, we can handle anything. Maybe. I don't know. How do you feel? Like, what was your reaction to Cube Score? Lukewarm? Warm? I still don't fully understand if, if Cube Score is a real thing or if you're making it up. Hot, very hot. Listen, Jordan. Incredibly hot. Jordan, I need you to do this right now. I, I've Googled it eyes. in the middle of this convo, and it, it it is like a Brooklyn law thing about urban something. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Oh, no, this is just a Twitter thing. Close your eyes They're and closed. genuinely try to imagine try to imagine a bunch of cubes spinning. Do it. Like, really visualize. Close your eyes and then see how many your brain can count spinning at the same time i can't really visualize them spinning like are they spinning well, like on on a point like are these 3d cubes in my mind they are yes 3d cubes i mean cubes are by definition 3d um but yeah they're spinning on a point <laughs> you know 
Uh, but they're spinning on a point, and they're all spinning at the same speed. In my mind, that's that does how mine seem do. the easiest way to imagine. Yeah, yeah. If you can spin them at different speeds, like you know, that's a detail to add. Like, say, like you're trying to make up for the fact that you can't spin that many, but you can spin them at different speeds. I would, I would note that. Does it, that increases your score? You're saying? No, I would just note that to a mate. It, a it's potential just a different. Mate. It's just a different, uh, different score. Yeah, I mean, it just adds like, well, so they aren't maybe good at that, but like here's this like additional thing about them. It seems like you're just thinking of a lot of good questions for Tim, <laughs> which makes me it, a little... <laughs> no, I, this yeah. is great because I, you probably haven't listened to all 90 podcasts, but the questions I ask are generally the same each week. There's not a lot of like new material there. So just any innovation like this is what we need. Cube score is... Everyone knows that lawyers are very innovative. Yeah. Cube score is beginning and the end of all of this. It's the alpha and omega question you want to know out the gate about anyone, I think. Um... Cube score. So so actually, Luce, yeah. let, let, let's keep Annie on for this because... Okay. I, this is what I was going to ask you, but I, 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 I want her input. Annie, we have Ed. Do you know who Ed is? Probably not. Nope. No, no one really knows who Ed is, honestly. I don't really know who Ed is. I've no. got, yeah, exactly. I've got. That's why I wanted to ask you. I've got Ed Books next week, Andy. He is the newest member of the league. Potentially some controversy just joining. Not really, just more confusion, I guess. What should? What do we want to know about Ed on the podcast? Like, what should I ask? Oh, okay. Brand I mean, new I just person. Know for my sake, like, is this like someone you guys feel comfortable like joking with? <laughs> um, I, that's not an issue for me. He, all right, all right. He is someone's father. Like, I don't know. He's the father of multiple real kids. We think. Yeah. So. And to be clear, real kid starts at like six. Anything below that is like a junior kid. Hmm. Okay. Pre-kid. Um, yeah, pre-kid. Does he watch? Does he watch Great British? Like, I would ask for... I mean, oh, Great British Baking another, Show? Yeah, but here's the thing you ask is, who is your favorite uh, GBBO archetype? Like, is it, like, the gay twink that's in their 20s? Is it, like, the older person who's, like, white and, like, makes all of their bakes kind of weirdly Hawaiian-themed for some reason? I know exactly who is you're thinking the, of. Yes. There's always, like, the one uh, Indian it, person. Well, no, no. I mean, thinking about the guy, like, there's always like a white, like white guys in their fifties or sixties who are just like love to like. At some point, they'll break out like a Hawaiian like pina colada theme. Yeah. I don't know why, but they always do it. There's like a guy or a girl, and then there is, of course, yeah, like you said, like a person of color, usually Indian, that Paul will say that they love all of their inter interesting flavors. Yeah. That's um, definitely true. Yeah. So I would ask, who's their favorite, like, GBBO archetype? You know, Wait, and go from the there. what's the O in GBBO? Great, Great British, British Bake Off. Bake Off. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I was thinking Great British Baking Show. So they, can't call, it, uh, they can't call it Bake Off in After. the U.S. because uh, of trademark stuff, because Pillsbury owns the trademark to Bake Off. You can't say Bake Off? That's why, yeah, that's why it has a different Ooh, name in the U.S. You're going to have to cut this part. Yeah. Where you said bake. Are we in trouble? <laughs> well, this is attorney-client privilege, right? No. Okay. So trademark, copyright law, trademark law, different. Trademark law is all about like brand name stuff. So you can say brand names as much. You can say Coca-Cola and you're not going to get sued. 
Wait, so Bake Off is a brand name? Yeah, Pillsbury has it for all their competitions. They shouldn't have it because it's super descriptive, but they got it. I don't know why. Yeah, um, that seems ridiculous. Right, yeah. So it's, it's ridiculous, but that's why uh, it's renamed. It would renamed. be like, that essentially feels like if the NFL trademarked the word game to refer to the things they have on Sundays. Right, yeah, no. I feel like they would try to do that. It does they seem would. like the NFL would <laughs> yeah. try to do that. Yeah. But anyways, so... That's a good question. I'd ask someone that I'd want to know is that they know that. All right, let's all change. Moose, what do you want to know about Ed? Oh, yeah. Like, As a new league member, he's an important person in your life. He's one of your new 11 best friends, basically. I mean, he is also one of, he's also important to me in that I think his, he's worse than me, maybe. Oh, his uh, team, well, not by advanced metrics. His team is pretty good, but he's one in five somehow. Yeah, I'm just wondering uh, what counts. Is it when it comes to like whether you lose the league or not? Is it advanced metrics or regular metrics? Currently, it's regular metrics, Moose. Yeah, yeah, that's I. So like, although like if you want to look at other advanced metrics, there's expected wins and then there's unexpected wins, which I'm doing pretty well in, uh, and. So that seems to me as significant as expected wins. Um, uh, Do you think Ed will see it that way? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of uh, what what Ed thinks about that kind of thing. But um, he's probably you know he's probably not into advanced metrics. He's like a you know meat and potatoes kind of like uh I like to. <laughs> I I can tell when a team's good with the eye test. Um, that you know that kind of. Uh, I think he's an old school fantasy scout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of those in this league. Um, yeah, whereas I like to go on unexpected wins. So is that your goal this year to lead the league in unexpected wins? I mean, that would that would be really good. Uh, Shouldn't that be everyone's? It's explosive. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my goal is to lead the league in unexpected <laughs> wins. So, perform as poorly as pot like have the fewest uh, uh, points scored, yet somehow, I mean, that would mean that I also have the fewest points against, pretty much. So, uh, so, so Moose, I was I was looking back at my preseason rankings, which are are really fucking good this year. I'm I'm gonna keep coming back to this every week, guys. Um, the last sentence I wrote for you was everything looks like a classic 12th place point scored six seed for Moose. And you are currently 11th in point scored in the six seed. Yeah. So that was pretty I, spot on. Yeah, that that's honestly, yeah, not a bad prediction. I think that's how it went last year when I made the playoffs. I think in any other year I've made the playoffs, it's been about that, um, which is there was all there was the whole thing where uh, Priest ran the t tests on um, on you know who is statistically the best team in the league. Yeah, we need to bring that back. He yeah. did that like five or six years ago. And I argued that on average, Lamb Chop is the luckiest because he has like the because his he was two standard deviations from the me. I, I don't remember what it was uh, or like what what the actual like statistics were 
but everybody was like, no, that means he's not lucky. I mean, it could just mean he's has really high unexpected wins. Um, I do not uh, remember, but Priest and CB should redo that as, as the step one of our Economer challenges here. That would be yeah. super valuable for me to know, actually. We should see the, if the Economers can run the T-tests. Um, I was thinking... That's what they're called. Not yeah. economists? No. No, not in this league, Annie. Come on. Okay. Come on. Moose, I was thinking we should do more. You're embarrassing me. Like more career battles. A Canadian. What? That was a. What? Sorry, say that again. It's okay. I know you guys were talking on the side. Um, but I was saying, I was thinking we should try to do more career battles as a segment also, where we pit yeah. people against each other. Besides, we've got the economists, we've got the lawyers. What if I, what about you and Noah in like a data science off? Even I was going to say Noah and I are probably the closest, like, um, well, Noah is a data scientist, so he's I, definitely well, right, close to that. Well, I, I don't think I am a data scientist. Like I wouldn't say that I'm a data scientist. Uh, it's just that data scientist is probably the closest job description to what I do. So are you willing to step up against Noah in a data science off? Um, probably not. Yeah, he would I think he I think he should. And I think every competition should be measured in, in, a gallon score? in a gallon challenge. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't. So you're just <laughs> proposing the same metric for assessing while talking, everyone. No, no, no. While talking data, analytics, lawyering, everything else. Gallon challenge while talking careers, while, while holding like, a, you know, a comprehensive conversation about whatever they do. I like this for a segment too. As we're talking about segments, Annie, do you want to stay on for our literally first ever sponsored segment? Yes. Okay, Moose, I just emailed you like two minutes ago the script. Okay, hang on. There, there's, th there's three parts. We're each going to take one. Can I do it instead of Graham? No, you, we each get one. There's three of us. Oh, okay. I thought you meant three parts in terms of three speaking parts. Stop there trying. are three speaking parts, and there are three of us. That's my point. Well, I meant like three lines for Graham. That's what I meant. No, we're not doing that. All right. Okay. All right, Moose, tell me when you have the email up. Yeah, I've got it up. All right, I'll do the first one. <laughs> you do the second one, and Annie does the third one. Okay. Um, hang on, I need to read it. No, no, you don't read it. You go live. That's the whole point. Okay. All right, ready? This segment is sponsored by Frogalytics. You know who to call if you can't make it to draft night. And here is your Frogalytics quote, frog hop prediction segment, unquote, where the host and guest on the pod will say which team they expect you up more than one place in the rankings next week. All right, so now we need to give our predictions. I will choose Narf. Okay. Um, I don't know who's in what place. I will choose... Uh, is Ed the two? Ed's two and four? I'll choose Ed. Annie, who do you think has happened the most this week? As a dark horse, I have to say myself... Jordan. You're not in the league, but I like it. Take us home. And that was your Froglytics Frog Hop prediction. Remember, 
you know who to call if you can't make it to draft night. Wink. Well Sexual done, team. Innuendo. All right. So more people send us better ad segments than that. Although I appreciate it, Frogger. Thank you. I have an ad segment to send. I mean, yeah, I but know- we can't do it on your week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know of a company who'd like to advertise on this podcast. True. Annie, don't actually, if you want to ever write in an advertisement, feel free to also. We're looking for more. Oh, thanks. You know, honestly, Jordan, though, like, and this is serious, but also like a funny thing. When is your birthday? You know when my birthday is. I absolutely do not. It, I, I have a strong feeling you know when my birthday is. The same day as mine. No. Nope. Very close. Close. Within a day or two of mine. No. Uh, think about who else is on the podcast. Yeah, think about not close to your birthday. Think about whose birthday his might be close to. Or Within exactly a day or the same two as. Of Graham Miller's. Yeah, narrower. A day. The same day. Yes. They are the same day. Okay. Um, well, it's actually National Tron Day because Ego has the same birthday too. That's yeah. far away. How about. So, just, it's only six months. I'm looking forward to it. It's less than six months. Yeah, it's we five have, months. I'm just yeah. saying I could get a registered trademark likely for Tron. Oh. Damn Anton might have already done that. I don't know. I probably doubt Could it. you get... Also, isn't you, Tron already a, a trademark? Because it's like that's a franchise. Disney thing. Tron is a... No, 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 no. I could do it for fantasy football like a very narrow purpose and especially if you guys have a design mark or something like i think all of our design marks are stealing from tron the movie yeah you're gonna have to go to rando for that here's the thing is all i could do is an application doesn't cost that much i could apply see what happens What's the risk that we get sued based on you doing this? Dude, all the, you would never, ever, <laughs> ever get sued. The only thing that would ever happen is that they'd say, oh, there's a movie that somehow has covered podcasts. Really, honestly, what I do is I would say discussions. I wouldn't even say podcasts. I'd say um, providing information regarding fantasy football. There's no way they've registered Tron for that. There's like, and I mean this. There's so many marks that coexist. Just because Tron is a thing doesn't mean they do what you do. So you guys can coexist. I'm I'm on board with this. I'm worried if it was really this easy, Anton might have already done it or thought about it. I mean, it costs some money, but I would do and, it as a gift. And does Anton know? Does Anton register trademarks? Like, I don't think. Yeah, this is that. this is my bread and butter. This but is can any lawyer do this or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, I think, but it's just not. I don't think Anton would necessarily do it. Who is Anton? Anton is a lawyer. What does he do? He's a like, lawyer. I mean, but okay. Like, uh, he I does law. law. Anton does criminal defense. Oh, in New York. there's no fucking way he's done this. Those are fighting words. He's. Uh, I Annie wants to get in the law off. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's no way I would ever feel comfortable wading into trademark stuff if I had no idea about trademark stuff. Anton Anton likes to think of himself as a pretty good lawyer, so I don't know about that. I mean, I'm aware. I would just be... Trademark law is weird because it has its own set of rules apart from just general law. All law has its own set of rules. That's why only lawyers do it. No. I mean, there's... So, like, yeah. Yeah, no, he's right. You can sue for trademark stuff, or you can sue or... 
file an opposition in TTAB and federal court. So there's a different whole board. So it's like patent stuff. Okay, but if somebody gets sued, is it Jordan? No, oh. there's no one gets sued. Is all they'd say is, oh, we don't like that. So just withdraw your application. No one I would ever, ever, ever get sued. Okay, but what if it gets approved and then Disney sues? Then all you do, they'd say, is we're going to withdraw the application. They aren't going to care about you. No one would ever care about this. All right, Andy, if if no official league lawyer comes on the podcast and says this is a bad idea, then I'm assuming it's a great idea. So I'm, I'm in. Okay, nice. but also remind them that I'm a trademark lawyer. <laughs> well, you, you are reminding them right now by saying it. They will have okay. listened yeah. to this. I'm a trademark it's lawyer a, at the a... best IP firm in the country. Oh, I know what damn. I'm talking about. Wow. I do. Yeah, where do you work, Vigo? And he's throwing down in the law off right now. Sorry. I mean, I'm I just, mean you don't have to be if sorry. If they are another trademark lawyer, then it may be offensive, but most of them are probably not. So We don't really know what Vigo does. And I think real estate. Oh, yeah. He's going to be he like, real estate, and Hudson does like, Maybe I don't know what Hudson does actually. He used to work for a corporate law firm, but I think he changed recently, or like That'd be really weird in the last two years. I mean, Anton also did it. It's interesting though. They decided corporate they, law is evil. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Moose. We 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 gotta hit our we gotta hit our last segment. Our our quarterback okay. match. Oh Bye. yeah. Oh, this is good that we haven't talked about fantasy football at all I, I know i'm actually liking this um i but i'm, I'm gonna blow it because i'm gonna bring up one thing that i just i had to mention bring up to you um okay are you aware you just spent 35 dollars for sam darnold and zero other people bid on him in free agency uh nope okay he also I mean, spent 35 for Jarek mckinnon and the next highest was seven yeah well there you go I know I bid 35. I wasn't quite sure how the bidding worked, if it just sort of like went to next dollar or... No, the highest bid pays that amount. That's okay. I'm okay with it. I got also got Jarek McKinnon. He seems pretty good. He's not that good. You also spent 35 and the next highest was seven. So. Yeah, I, know. I was very. Con I don't have any sense of what people bid on other people. and. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, the the fact of the matter is, I'm not going to run out of money. Well, you can control that by not bidding on people, so I guess that's true. <laughs> that's that's what I. I mean, I like. I can't see myself making like too many more moves throughout the rest of the season. All right. Well, yeah, we we've done very little fantasy talk on this podcast, Annie. I'll attribute that to you, and that is actually a good thing for most of our listeners. I think we should attribute it to Annie uh, in a good way. That's what I literally just said. You said you attributed it to me. No, I said to Annie. Oh. I well, she got to listen. It's a conversation. Yeah. Okay. All right. So who do you got for, for, our, for your quarterback match? Okay. So here's what I was thinking. Um, so, like, the, the way that I best play is is like in teams that uh, move the disc really fast and like uh, through shorter throws. So like I definitely play best as like a second or third handler. So like picking a quarterback is not ideal, but I, I might be like sort of mixing up my uh, football terms here, but I feel like the West Coast offense sort of 
That's is, ac- that's accurate. Yeah, that's that's like the best. Um, um, I don't know analogy Quick for the passes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, my first thought, obviously, for the for like the classic West Coast quarterback, um, is Steve Young, but he's really good, and I am incredibly mediocre. Uh, so then I thought. Uh, who is like mediocre Steve Young. And it was Jeff Garcia who came in to replace Steve Young. And I think like if I remember correctly, also had like a few sort of false dawns in his career where people were like, oh, Jeff Garcia is going to be really good because he had like had one good game here or there. And then it turns out he like wasn't that good, Uh, which I think like also sometimes I have like a, you know, I have an okay game, and then other times I am incredibly mediocre. Uh, so, so I'm I'm gonna go with Jeff Garcia for me. Moose, I I like the thought there. That that is a I didn't I didn't have the West Coast part for you, but I, my match for you is is actually pretty similar to that in a lot of ways. Um, I, I I definitely appreciate that. What um. The only thing is, I don't think Jeff Garcia actually played as a West Coast quarterback much. Like, I think he was in San Francisco, but I don't think of him as, like, a quick, short precision passer. He would, like, throw deep a ton. But I, anyway, I, you I tried. It's supposed to be his thing, but, yeah. you know. Um, do, do you have a guess for me? Or do you want to pass? Um, so, right, okay. So, I think, like, uh, I was trying to think of who, what other people guessed for you. So I don't guessed- think anyone guessed. Didn't Priest guess, like, Chad Pennington? Lionel suggested that in the group me. Oh, okay, okay. So that, I mean, that makes sense, because, like... Yeah, I don't so hate it. You're a handler who, like... um, You're, like, anyone I would ever pick for you would be, like, a pocket passer. Um, what are you saying, Chad, this? What? What are you saying there? Uh, I'm just saying, like you would be a pocket passer. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, and Chad Pennington, he was, like, known for his, like, touch throws, which you're always saying you have softest flick. Yep. Uh, you are making Lionel's point, you know, not your own. I know. So, yeah, so I don't know. I was thinking, like, uh, like my first thought was Drew Bledsoe, but his whole thing was he had, a, like, a rocket for an arm. Yep. Maybe, like, maybe, like, Philip Rivers... I already uh, gave him to Choir Boy. Oh. Choir Boy Rivers. Right. I was thinking, I, in my mind, the, the thing that stood out for Choir Boy was um, Tim Tebow. Because that like, was, again, that was a similar guest Rivers in a lot of ways. All right. Yeah. So you, you're giving me a mashup between Rivers and Pennington. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are also like, you're more mobile. Like Drew Bledsoe, his thing was like, he was. The he was less mobile than Tom Brady. He was like, really. I don't remember that. Yeah, his like he couldn't move out of the pocket. I think that was part of his issue. Um, but okay. yeah, I that that's what I remember. Anyways, I don't know. It was a really long time ago. Like it, it, re- it really was. Um, um, and I don't actually know any quarterbacks now. So I know. I know. Um, the, the Jeff Garcia for yourself. That that's really pretty good. So here's how I was thinking about it for you. Um, first off, I don't really think of you as a, as a natural handler. Um, what I think is that you have handled 
well enough in like situations in college um, where, which is pretty common at like teams like Tron, where once you just become like a junior or senior and you're one of the best players on the team, like you sort of just have to handle because there's like not enough people to know how to throw on the team. So people are like forced into being a handler. So I was trying to think of someone that like, like wasn't a handler, like basically didn't play to start their career. And then sort of just like over time became a quarterback that played and people like, like the Garcia thing had a couple of moments where they thought, oh yeah, this person can be like pretty decent, but then was also just like pretty mediocrely average for their career. And then went back to like not playing again, but it's still in the league because like you still play a lot or some, and like you even still handle some for your summer team. I think you've told me. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. But only be, like no one moves. They're all yeah. Drew Bledsoe's on my team. Yeah. So anyway, the, the quarterback that, that sums all that up for me is Matt Schaub. <laughs> uh... So like his, his first, his first, like he's a backup on the Falcons for like, 10 years um and that's like your early career and then he starts for the texans and that's like you as a junior and senior then he goes back to being a backup on the falcons and that's like you now yep yeah that's that seems right all right yeah the only reason yeah i handle now because like i'm the only person who will move the disc evidently but um but yeah yeah that makes sense the like the other thing i was or like the other option i was thinking is like someone who's actually a cutter but played quarterback so like julian edelman who played quarterback in college just because he he like played quarterback in college but then was a wide receiver in uh in the nfl yeah that's actually a good well the other the way to think about the other way would have been like Tannehill, i think because Tannehill is the inverse i think he played wide out in college and then quarterback in the nfl yeah um, that would be another it's yeah. funny i was actually thinking this whole time that it's really hard for people that aren't handlers because like quarterback's not a position where you just get thrown into in the nfl if you haven't played it before but right. like actually maybe that actually did kind of happen for Tannehill. Hmm. and i just blew that now all right i'll think of it for someone else maybe yeah, yeah you know all right uh who the the problem is is that everyone in our league or a lot of folks in our league are weren't handlers, but did play handler in college. I think that was my point. So, so yeah, simply by virtue, yeah. So y- you can use it somewhere else. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, but I, I've sort of already given it away now, so it won't be a surprise. We'll oh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Somebody will really be disappointed to get it. Yeah. That's all right, Moose. We we cleared the hour mark with almost no fantasy talk. Plus Annie, plus a new sponsor segment. This was a great podcast. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Um, well, the, you're, it's true. The ratings will determine. I actually can't say. Yeah, like is this going to get 10 listeners or 11 listeners? Um, I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's cube scores, their least favorite pasta shapes, uh, and why, and why Jerry would dump them. Yep. Um, all, all questions for the podcast. Annie, are you still here? Uh, no, she is not. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna let her sign us off, but that's okay. All right, Moose, I will talk to you later. Yeah, talk to you later. See ya.